Hi, I'm Mike Palin. And I'm Mary Palin. And we'd like to welcome you to our podcast, which we call... Mondays with Mike and Mary. You know, all weekend long, Mary and I think about our most recent R-squared coaching sessions and select just for you some highlights. Yeah, either a parade of techniques or an ask the experts that we think is going to help you in your business. And these come from the smartest... Most generous. And the best trained agents in North America. Just remember, because what happens on R squared stays, stays on, on R squared, it's confidential. So, so we don't use names. Now, if you'd like to find out how R squared coaching could help you in your business, go to floydwickman.com and you'll find the most affordable and the most effective coaching program on the planet. And now, here's Mondays, Mondays with, with Mike, Mike and, and Mary. Mary. Hi, honey. I have a parade. Yeah, before you do. Oh, yeah? I heard a variation on an old phrase this week. Remember this phrase? The grass is always greenest. Greener on the other side of the fence. Yeah. Well, this week I heard the grass is always greener where you water it. (laughs) Oh, I like that. Yeah. Do you have a parade? I just sang to you that I did. Good. So, yeah. What is it? All right. So, we've got a marvelous student. Like, oh, applies everything. Great networker. Fantastic realtor. And this week, you know what she did? She sponsored a hard hat tour. What's a hard hat tour? Oh, you got to find one in your community and sponsor one. And if they don't have one, go invent it. So this is, the city does this. So it wasn't even her idea. She just wrote the check. Oh, that's so cool. (laughs) Um, And everyone wears a hard hat. And you get on the trolley. And you go from one business to the next. Anywhere they're renovating, expanding, taking a new office space on. And, of course, the renovator, the business person, can't wait to tell a group of citizens about what they're doing, right? And so there were 65 people on the tour. Uh, five of them were realtors. Three of the realtors left as soon as the tour was over, but our student didn't. She stayed because part of the money that she paid, which wasn't all that much, it was like 500 bucks, was for a little um, cocktail. They had beer and wine, and I didn't even know you could do that legally, but beer and wine and like, a, I don't even know, appetizers, hors d'oeuvres on a rooftop where she got a chance to mingle with everybody. And they all could say, thank you so much for sponsoring this. (laughs) Isn't that a cool thing? So holy cats. Um, They had actually two trolleys. So if you don't have a city that does that, what if you did that? Who's building in your area? Who's a brand new business in your area? What if you set it up? Oh, I just love this idea. Expand your reach. Yeah. And, you know, it makes it, it positions you perfectly as the expert. I know what's going on in the real estate community. I love it. Well, thank you for that. You're welcome. I have some sad news to report. Okay. The Kardashians are ending their TV show. Are you serious or is this like the punchline to a joke? No, they've been on the air for 20 years. That's very sad to me. Isn't I think it? No, it's not sad that they're ending. It's sad to me that they've been on for 20 years. That we it's are so sad. self-absorbed and Yeah. Like Wow, we can't think of anything better to do. This is maybe not a very politically correct statement to say. I'm sorry. 
Jeez. But they did do one thing really well. What's that? Became influencers on social media. Yeah, they were the first influencers, really. Right. You, you know? Uh, now, I never watched an episode myself, so I had no idea oh, what they were about. Oh, you've watched 10 minutes. But, but one of our students discovered a Facebook group that has, get this, 8,000 members. Oh, that's a lot. And it's called Coming Soon Listings in Chester County. Oh, which so is then... a little dinky county in Pennsylvania. Oh. oh, so what we should all do is go to Facebook, go to the search bar, and write, <laughs> coming soon listings in your county. I thought, because I suggested that to her, and she yeah. said, oh, I'm sure everybody's done that. There's only a handful of them in all of Facebook. No. This one has 8,000 members. Now, some of them are real estate agents, but some of them are consumers. Well, yeah. Like potential buyers and sellers. Well, yeah. Cool. She's interacting with all of them. Boost your posts. 8,000 members. That's a really really healthy group. Yeah, especially if you're not real savvy on social media, this would be kind of an instant group. (laughs) My gosh, yes. So that's the parade of techniques. I like it. You have asked the experts for us. I do. You know, I just got such smart people that I get to coach. I feel so lucky. Oh, 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 we should tell everybody we're starting a new semester of coaching July 1 and 2, Thursday and Friday. So hurry up because we're filling up our seats. So give us a call. Whenever you're halfway through anything, you should fly up in the air and take a bird's eye view. If you're halfway through this year or a little further, time for you to take a look at where did you start out to be? Where are you actually? Where? How much further do you have to go? Maybe it's time to join forces with us and help us get you there. Oh my gosh. How could you not? Like if you're overwhelmed, you need this. If you're not overwhelmed because you're not busy enough, you need this. If you, okay. <laughs> no matter. Okay. Anyway. All right. Well, I didn't mean to do that. I just wanted to make sure we it was timely. All right. So I have such a smart student, mm. such a top producer, a goal hitter already hit his goal. Anyway, he's he's frustrated. So the ask the experts question was, okay, uh, what do I do with these people? You know, they've already turned down. Two or three, this might be the fourth offer. I didn't write that down. Two or three other offers that they turned down. They, they're priced too high, but not a ton, ton. Well, like maybe 15% too high. That's kind of a lot. They're in a high price range for this area, mm-hmm. probably three times the normal price range. And so he, um, he, so he, so he got an offer in the day before our, R squared call. And he called them up and told them about the, that, that the offer was in and that he wanted to meet. And so he's meeting with them, you know, like two days after our coaching call. In the meantime, he sent them the offer via email. So he's, here's, here's what his question is. I just don't want to go through this all again. I would just too much work. You know, they, they're not realistic. They're not reasonable. I don't even know if I should keep this listing. How can I get them to take this offer? I can feel you chomping at the bit. (laughs) (laughs) Can I talk? Can I talk? I know what I want to say. Oh, no. Oh, my gosh. Well, no, no, no. So, so, so I thank you, Floyd. 
Because, you know, mm-hmm. it just never goes out of style. And it's always true. So get over there. Break the ice. Small talk smart. I'll just do a quick review of all the things you were supposed to learn when you went through the program. Remember, the first thing you do is you talk about the market and how the market's tough. Because even in a hot market, the market's tough because we have more fall throughs and tell a story and talk about how hard it is and talk about the frustrated buyers. Then talk about their plans and get a status update. And then talk about the wonderful buyers you know, whatever's wonderful about them, you know, that they've been looking or they, they have family in the area or whatever it is. Um, so, but at some, and then at some point, remind them of the price and time pyramid and talk about the fact that, hey, we can wait as long as you want. I'll still be licensed five years from now, <laughs> you know, um, so I just don't want you mad at me. So whatever you decide to do is up to you. Because they're, they're feeling kind of mad, you know, because he keeps ringing in these low offers. Um, get them to admit they do want to move. So you do want to sell the house. Well, yeah, but we're not taking this. And this, this. Right, but you do want to move. Well, yeah, but we want this much. Well, right. And so you do want to sell the house. Yes. <laughs> get them to say that. Yes. Yes. Um, and then get the co-op agent on your side. Call the co-op agent before you present the offer and say, you know, I'm a little nervous. I, I've already done this three times. They've rejected. I, I just want you to know I'm going to go over there. I'm going to try really hard. It looks like these people are solid. You know, get, get them feeling like they're on your side and you're, really, you're on their side and you're really going to try hard. Because you know what that co-op agent is going to do? They're going to talk to the buyer. Oh, I just heard from so-and-so. And here's what he said. No, geez, you know, keep your fingers crossed because, you know, they're, the sellers have already turned. All of a sudden, everyone's hoping because yes. that's what Floyd taught us. Keep them hoping. Hopping? No, no, hoping. Hoping, that's right. <laughs> well, hopping might be uh, a metaphor for something. <laughs> Keep your fingers crossed, right? Yeah. So anyway, by the time we got all done giving advice, here's what he said. All right, I promise I'll never send the offer over before I get there again in my life. Wow. You know, because really that's the key. Why would you send the offer? You need to bring, what does Floyd teach us? Negotiate money face to face. And you know what? If I could convince him to do that going forward, that's a big win for him. Yes. He'll make more money. And for his clients. Yeah, for his clients too. You know, that's one of our jobs, to help clients make better decisions. Right, 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 right. Oh, gosh. Yeah. You know, you can learn all this stuff, but if, you, if you're if you not reminded, it's so easy to forget. You know, you and I know it backwards and forwards, but... Mm-hmm. Not everybody got every point of the lesson and there's a moment in your life when you need it and it's going to turn into cash if you have someone there to remind you. So you must have an Ask the Experts question. I'm glad you mentioned that word fall through because getting from contract to closing has become more of a minefield than ever, right? A bit problematic. Yeah. If you had to estimate How many hours of work it takes to get one contract to closing? What would you think? Well, NAR says it takes two and a half times to work with a buyer as it does to work with listings. Yes. So, I don't know. Two and a half times more than it would do to anything else. I don't either, but I did a little research with... uh, services that offer contract to closing follow-up for you transaction coordinators yeah 
because this was the Ask the Experts question. <clears throat> this is from an agent who in one week had four listings, four sales, and four sold listings <laughs> in one week. She said, I'm living on Diet Coke and Cheetos. I'm sorry. Yeah. And you know, how cool is it that she's protecting her one hour, yeah. though, so she can save herself? So the question was, I'm doing 40 closings this year. I did 40 some last year. I'll probably do 40 next year. You know, what she's working on is increasing her average sale price. Mm. So that's how the business gets better. But here's the question. For 40 deals a year, if I'm to hire a transaction closing service because my office doesn't have one. Yeah. My company doesn't offer it. Yeah. And I've heard that outside entities are really good at this, especially the ones that specialize in it and have a staff and train them and can work cross country. And it's $475 a transaction huh. times 40 deals is $19,000. Okay. Is it worth it to me? to pay $19,000 to get my 40 deals closed without me having to touch them. Now, would I lose the personal touch with my clients that I have while I'm doing the follow-up? You mean while you're telling them the bad news <laughs> and, <laughs> and crying with them? and yeah. yeah. So my first question was, well, how many hours do you devote? Yeah, do you have any idea? Did you get an answer? Yes. And the answer was five, at which I went, <laughs> I don't think so. But listen, even okay. if it's five, five hours of work to get one deal closed and you got 40, that's 200 hours. Uh -huh. Now, $19,000 divided by 200 hours is about minimum wage, isn't it? I don't know. You're the math guy. Well, you do the math. All right. But here's the question. Is it worth it? Because I can't figure that out. And here's the answers. Well, number one, don't forget that if you hire somebody and pay them to do this, it's a tax deduction. Right. So it isn't really $19,000. Second, would it increase your productivity? I think it's $100 an hour. All right. So it's 100 bucks an hour. I think that's the wrong number of hours. I think it is, too. Yeah. I think it's more like 20 than 5. Yeah. But go ask a transaction follow-up specialist how much time they devote to getting one deal from contract to closing. You'll find out it's more than 5. Yeah. But I didn't want to prejudice. Yeah, them. yeah, yeah. So the next piece of advice was you deserve it. You don't, you know, you don't do your own dentistry. You don't do your own accounting. You don't do your own legal work. Why are you doing all your follow-up work? That's, that's not high priority money-making activity. Uh, peace of mind. Think about that. And what does peace of mind bring? Well, for one thing, it brings longevity in the business. Mm. Why do people burn out? Mm-hmm. Because they're doing that crazy follow-up scut work that a specialist could do, first of all, better, and second, uh, free you up to do what you do best, which is list, sell, negotiate, and prospect. So, 
mental health was the number one reason to go ahead and say yes to this. It's good for you. Even if you took, let's say it's 200 hours, and a hundred of them you devoted to generating more listings, and a hundred of them you took vacations. A hundred hours, that's two and a half weeks of 40-hour weeks. That's a nice vacation. So do the math, but do a pro-con analysis as well. What are all the benefits, all the reasons too? And is there anything you would be losing by not doing the work yourself? Now, by the way, if you're new, do the work yourself. Learn how to close a transaction. Learn the A through Z of follow-up to get from contract to closing because you're going to need to advise people and eventually manage people to do it. But once you've got that under your belt, now it's time to delegate. I think once you're past about two closings a month, it's time for you to start delegating that function and return some of that time to you and devote some to your business, some to your mental health. I think that if you look back on your transactions that you've closed this year and say, would I have written a check for, because, you know, that is dependent on yeah. area. So it's between four and $500. It might even be as low as 300 in some marketplaces, mm -hmm. right? So would I have written a check for 400 bucks just to have avoided all the headache? Uh, just think of your last transaction. I bet you the answer would be yes for a lot of people. Yeah. yeah. But it was a great question. It is a great question. And it is a factor. We look at our life and say, what is this worth to me? What could I be doing instead? And will it increase my productivity you've if heard, I delegate it? Yeah. You, you've heard me say before, I, I went on vacation every single year for a whole week, and every single year I lost a transaction. Every single year it cost me one transaction. Some years it was two. So do I remember the transaction I lost? Do I remember how much money I would have lost? Or no. do I remember being on vacation? You remember the vacation. Yeah. So what's better? Be well.